This is the No Spoon Podcast. I'm your host, Red Pill Che. Welcome, everybody, to the next episode of the No Spoon Podcast. Um, I'm just going to preface this like we always do. I know it's been a while, but uh, we got a very, very uh, special show for you guys today. It's something that I'm really excited about because um, as I've as I've got to follow our guest, I've seen, uh, I've, I've listened to his music. I've listened to the things he put out. He's actually a, a, a big a superstar on Twitter, so a lot of you guys probably have already uh, follow him or know or know about him. So I'm really, really excited today. Like I said, about this, this is something that I think is is gonna really help um, get a good understanding of a lot of things that we need to do and the work that needs to be done in these next couple years. But um, let me preface this like I always do by saying that this is a we're here. We're here as students, and I'm here as a student as well. Even though I'm the host of this show, that doesn't mean that I'm the, you know, sole possessor of all knowledge. So I come into this, to this, uh, to this time right here as a student. That means, and we and we live by this creed that not everyone, not everybody knows everything, but everyone knows something. So that means you can contribute something, and that's what we're trying to get to. So I'm gonna get right into it, so we can get our guest in here, so we can start this show. Um, he is a hip hop artist. He's also a law student. He is also a uh, a victim of cancel culture, <laughs> and he is also, uh, like I said earlier, he is a superstar on Twitter. You probably already follow him. He is representing the AV six six one Antelope Valley trade out of Palmdale. We got Patriot J. Welcome to the show. What's going on, man? Thank you for having me. Man, thank you for being here, man. Like I said, this is this is an exciting show because I've. Cause I've actually listened to your stuff, you know what I mean? And I also actually, you know, it's something that I can, that I can play. I can, um, you know, put out there. So oh, man, I appreciate that. It's, it's always weird kind of some talking to somebody and then I'm like, yeah, by the way, I make music. And they're like, Oh word for real. Let me check it out. And then I play it. <laughs> and then like, I was on, I was on one podcast and I like played my album like mid show and they were like, Oh my God, I love it. And I was like, how'd you not check this before? It's my banner. It's my bio. It's my pin tweet. <laughs> Right, right, right. Yeah, the man, that that's what I'm saying. So so your name of your LP is your name of your album is called Patriot J, self-titled, yep. right? That's okay. it. So how does it how does a law student and you're studying law, right? Yep. How does a law student become a hip hop artist or vice versa? Um so I've I've been a hip hop artist before I was a law student. I've been making music. Um like I recorded my first joke rap probably about eleven years ago. I think I was like 12 years old. I uploaded it on YouTube, but I started taking music seriously, maybe 2015, which was my first year of college. Um, I put out like a 15 song album called Meditations. I dropped that. And then um, I kind of, I dropped that under the name J-Hots. I kind of took a while to make some new music. I decided to rebrand to Patriot J and here I am today. That's what's up. And, and, and your, your, I guess, and not only that, but tell those people, you also worked on Capitol Hill, is that correct? Yeah, um, I've worked on the Hill twice now. I worked once for a former representative, Steve Knight. I worked in his office for about six months. I did an internship there. That was in spring 2018. And then uh, just recently from January to May of this year, I was working for Congressman Paul Gosar on, on his Hill office. And it was like, I was on the Hill up until COVID hit around like, February, March. So everything mm -hmm. went online after that, but it was cool. Real nice staff got to meet those guys. Congressman Gosar is like such an awesome down to earth dude. Yeah. That's what's up. So you got to, 
so you were really in in there on capitol hill did you uh did you did did you get a taste of the swamp um <laughs> no nah, I, di I didn't get i didn't get the full swamp it wasn't as bad what they had me in there doing was like I was answering phone calls. People would call the office to complain about something that the congressman would tweet, or um, they would send me off to these congressional hearings. I remember I sat down in one hearing, it was a rules committee hearing, and they were talking about how the legislative branch can get some of their war powers back from the executive. That was pretty fun. Um, I was writing like newsletters and stuff, doing random research projects. So that's cool. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. He's kind of like, you. I, at least I get the, I guess the uh, the Hollywood version is that you know China's hitting you up on the phone and asking you. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's 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 Can not as dramatic as that. <laughs> I know, right? It's like I mean the, the way it makes it sound like we're all waiting for the the, the swamp creatures to get drained. It's like right, you know. One that, thing I learned um, working in Washington, I feel like this might sound a little bad, but I feel like most congressmen don't actually do a lot of the work. I feel like a lot of the staff kind of puts in the work and the congressman is just like somewhat of a figurehead. Right, right. How big how, how big staffs do congressmen have? Just um anywhere from maybe like eight to fifteen. It depends. I feel like the, the newer members kind of have less staff. They're they always have their chief of staff, um, a legislative director, a legislative assistant, and then usually a comms guy. Mm -hmm. And sometimes uh if there's not a like a social media comms guy, they might have like a press secretary. So those are like kind of the, the basic positions. And then you just add interns or staff assistants as you need it. And that's crazy. That's so, so is this, is that something that you're trying to eventually go down is politics? Um, I'm not sure yet. I don't know. I, I think about it all the time. I would, I would run for office one day. I'm not sure when. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're still young. You still got a lot to, I don't even. Yeah, are you even eligible to be to run for office? Uh, no, I, you got to be twenty-five. I'm twenty-three. I turn twenty-four uh, next month, actually. Oh, okay, cool. That's what's up. Happy early birthday. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's great. So, on Capitol Hill, uh, law student. Is it? Is it, what? Are you, what are you studying as far as law? Um. So we don't have to pick like a specific major in law school. But what I'm kind of focusing on is like constitutional rights. I would like to be like a constitutional litigator one day, maybe in court defending people's rights. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, I mean, especially while the Constitution is still with us. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to want to be a prosecutor, and then I worked for a, a prosecuting office, and I just don't think I could do that as a living. No. Nah, that that kind of felt too swampy for me when I was working with the DA. Yeah, yeah, there's there's it's it, there's a lot going on right there. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, <laughs> I bet you, you could get deep into a swamp and it, working with DAs and stuff, especially especially with a lot of you know nowadays a lot of these judges, a lot of these DAs, they they have agendas. You know what yep. I mean? So you know nobody you know, nobody wants to just follow the law. They all want to create their own laws and force feed their agendas right i mean i mean you know we have a new da here in la county and he's kind yeah gascon he's kind of off off the rails <laughs> yeah i mean you see he's talking about you know a lot of things that aren't getting prosecuted and a lot of enhancements and stuff that's being dropped i mean a lot of people are gonna get less time i you know it's almost like i mean you know what's crazy it's like you live you you live in uh in 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 the antelope valley in the antelope valley I'm old enough to remember when people really weren't from Palmdale, Lancaster. They just came right. from 
LA. And but but one of the things that's kind of stimulated that whole area is the prison out there. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. So it's like the prison runs that whole economy. And <laughs> yeah, the, I mean the prison and the, and the Air Force bases and stuff. Aerospace, right. Yeah. Exactly. You got Lockheed. Mm-hmm. You got all the and yeah. That's the only thing you. Know, the only thing I can never get. I I can't get over with Lang with you know that Lancaster Palmdale is that you guys got to drive cars to get to the liquor store. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's that, just, does, that does uh, kind of become a burden when you're already drunk and you're like, well, damn, how am I gonna go out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, out you know out out here and you know in in the valley or L.A. it's like you know the liquor store is psh, I can walk around the corner right there. You know. Yeah. So, so man. Uh, Let's talk about this this situation. I guess you were you were you were a uh, you were canceled or tried to they oh, tried God. to cancel you. Yeah, Tell, yeah. What happened with that? This was crazy. All right, I'll give you the full rundown. So this is maybe like like June, maybe maybe yeah. It was early June, early June, peak BLM. You know, George Floyd, Black Lives Matter. Post your Black Square on Instagram. That was all the rage. Everybody was trying to find protests to go to, like they were the next function. So, um, that part right there. Yeah. So I had, I had tweeted, um, cause I saw people were donating to like this defense fund to get people out of jail who were like protesting and locked up. So I go, I said, um, I'm about to change my Venmo handle to something like Minnesota defense fund and get these Venmo <laughs> donations popping. Be right back. And then the next tweet I go breaking a friend of mine is collecting uh, supplies for the black lives matter movement. And I included my Venmo. <laughs> and so, um, and so this, uh, this white girl, from my from my city who I know and used to be friends with she um I guess she was so disappointed and offended in me that she uh took those screenshots of those tweets she took some screenshots from my private twitter where I was talking crazy about Somalis I <laughs> I go I go we need to get these Somalis out the country they are burning us down it was it was shit like that on my private account and yeah. um and so she sends the screenshots to my school and the California bar admissions pretty much talking about, it would be a shame to have a future lawyer like this. He is making racist remarks and trying to get people to go against the Black Lives Matter movement, blah, 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 blah. And um, I, only, I only knew she sent these emails because she tweeted out the emails that she sent and she tweeted <laughs> it out before she blocked me on Twitter. So I saw the tweets go up in real time. And then, of course, people afterwards were like, yo, bro, check this out. She's trying to dox you or whatever. But I thought that shit was crazy. Like, how can you be a white person trying to tear down a black man's education? And because I'm making a name for myself, all because I disagree with you on Black mm -hmm. Lives Matter. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, that's I mean, but that's that's the whole that's this whole movement. You know what I mean? It's yep. like, um, it's like. You're, this is not this is not organic you know what i'm saying yeah it's something that was brought and 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 infiltrated and seeped through and now it's they've they've been saying like it's yours it's yours this is yours but it's really not we're pulling the strings you know what right I mean? and then and then you can't even say hey this isn't our movement because they'll attack you it's crazy i feel like it's just it's just really like a front for radical liberalism borderline communism socialism yeah so did they so did anything happen to you over the uh um, nah, thankfully I, I got ahead of it. I emailed my school. I was like, Hey, I'm being targeted because of my political views. Be on the lookout for an email from this person who says this. <laughs> <laughs> and my school, my school fucks with me. They're, they're cool with me. So they were like, all right, thanks for letting us know. Nothing really happened. 
and that that was it uh yeah oh okay man that you know it, it this this cancel this cancel culture is uh you know they, they it's they they weaponize everything you know what i mean and it's a yeah way, it's, it's evil them. <laughs> yep right. that's it everybody wants to be more offended than the next person right how long how long have you had uh conservative views um it'll be going on six years now i kind of like i guess i woke up um in spring of 2015. yeah yeah what, what was your weight how what 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 got you woke <laughs> um intro to logic it was a course that i took in my freshman year of uh college and that kind of really introduced me to a objective critical thinking and from there i kind of i was like a lifelong democrat but when i got introduced to critical thought i was like you know what let me look back and see what the dems have done let me see what the republicans are talking about and to me just conservatism made more sense because it was it it just like it's common sense policies you know it's like keep the government out of my life i can be successful on my own um and that's just what really resonated with me over the democrats message of pretty much democrat or government invasion in your life on all fronts and isn't it isn't it crazy it's like to me i'm looking and i'm saying well you know you complain you, you, if we complain about racism or if we complain about any type of institutional racism or systemic racism and then at the same time actively work to empower that same system it's it's almost as if you know it's a it's a it's a i like to say they're playing political jujitsu they're put using your own weight against you yeah word 100 it's crazy i don't know how people spit the entire summer protesting the criminal justice system and then they decided to go and vote for the guy who wrote the crime bill and a prosecutor who locked people up under the crime bill yeah that's what i'm saying i mean it's it's like you're you're doing things you're doing things that are a, against your own interest and you don't see it and but you know we're stuck because lebron told us something or <laughs> yeah right like uh, i saw it, black lives matter how can you be against that it just sounds so nice <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what I'm saying. But but the the very name itself kind of puts you in that kind of it, it corners you, because there's yeah. no there's no an, right answer except yes, I support it. <laughs> right. Like, what are you gonna say? Black lives don't matter. You're right. You know what I'm saying. And that's that's kind of well, what that is really good at branding. I gotta give that to him. Well, that's that's good. I mean, I, I, that's actually a good segue into one of the one of the uh, things I really want to talk to you about because when we look at um, you know the left we have to say that they have cornered really cornered two areas and that's that media when i say media we all know about fake news media and stuff like that but we also know about i i'll include entertainment the entertainment yeah. industry in that and also academia you know what yeah I mean? and so those two things right there it's almost like we're losing the culture war. What are we doing about it? And then somebody like Patriot J comes along and he drops the Patriot J album. And how, what, what, what is, what do you, what do you think? I mean, where's your, where's your head at as far as like that movement, that movement to provide an alternative to what's out there? I think um, right wing creators just need to keep creating and keep putting out content in, in the faces of people and getting support from our side, because I feel like the more, like the larger somebody's audience on our side is 
a normie would look at that and be like, hey, well, all these people agree with him. Let me see what he's checking out versus if he only had like a tenth of a percent of his following or something, you know? So I think it's all about kind of just growing as a collective, like on the right, and also um, just putting it in people's faces because I, I really feel like it's just a war for the, like the independents and the normies who don't really care about politics one way because we have a, we, I think we have a pretty good case to make for them. I mean, with the Dems on one side, they're crazy. They want to shut down everything. They, they believe in like 50 genders. It's stuff that just <laughs> doesn't make, yeah. <laughs> See, it's, it's stuff that just doesn't make sense. So if we can just present these common sense ideas in the faces of millions of normie Americans, I think they are willing to see that we make more sense. Right. I agree. I agree with that. Um, I think, I think, you know, personally, and this, is just, this is just my opinion. Um, sometimes when it comes to, I think when people think about a conservative, right. Or they think about somebody that has a conservative view, they kind of think of somebody that's uh, not, not really, kind of hip with the culture the culture you know what i'm saying they're not really, yeah for sure it, it's almost like it's almost like you 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 see things and you're like man that's corny like you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, I dude, that's that's how i feel about a lot of republicans i like to call them walking memes because they just <laughs> like it's just like I, it's like so head-ass for lack of a better term it's just stupid you know like or like people saying like it's like a played out joke, like, oh, if there's 72 genders, I identify as an attack helicopter. Like that it's it's silly shit like that that doesn't really move the needle one way or another. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, that, you know, and, and it's like you know, you just it just that's always my thing. I'm always like, man, it just looks it just looks corny. It's just a lot of it just yeah. looks so corny and it looks so like, you know, you know, it looks so non-threatening. You know what I mean? It's almost like <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. It's like, oh, that's kind of cute. Look at them trying. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, they're trying to be rappers. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, you know, we, but at the same time, it's like, that's, to me, that's not winning. You know what I mean? That's not a winning yeah. strategy. Like, you know, you can. It might, it might hype people up on our side a little bit, but it's not going to change anybody's mind. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, those are the things that I'm like, where can we get? Where can we get the 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 content creators that that know how to appeal to such a large audience? You know what I'm saying? And it's almost yeah. like I, I get it. I get it, especially with the whole Trump movement. That was a big thing. And the 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 MAGA culture and the MAGA movement and the MAGA rappers that came from it. But is that I mean what what happens when that's over? Right, exactly. We gotta we kind of got to pivot towards the mainstream a little bit to have some sort of longevity because Trump's not going to be here forever. Exactly. So let, well, let me ask you this. You think he's going to be there uh, next month? Um. Yeah, for sure. I don't know how he's going to do it, but I think he's going to pull it off. I feel like he hasn't really let us down in the past four years, and this is the most important moment of his presidency. I feel like he's been planning this for a while. I don't think he's going to let us down right now. Cause he's he's like he's been telegraphing all year, saying the Dems are gonna cheat with mail-in ballots. All these new COVID voting rules, they're gonna cheat. He knew they were gonna cheat. They cheated, I believe. So I think he's got some sort of uh, some sort of like um, I don't know backup plan. I'm not sure what it is, but I just I trust the guy right now. That's it. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of 
he has been saying it all year. I mean, it's almost like, but you know, like I say to people all the time, like, Hey, look, I, I, I get it. You know, everybody thinks that this, this election was rigged and, and, and Trump got robbed. Um, but here's the, here's the thing that I don't think a lot of people really looked at was that when they said that in 2016, when they said 2016, that he was, you know, he was colluded with Russia or whatever, all the different theories that yeah. they came up with that had no basis. Right. But that right there, you so you you were sowing the seed of doubt into the trust as far as the American people trusting the electoral process. But once you do that, that's it. That's going to be the precedent every single time. You know. Yeah, I mean? through that. Yep. I mean, like guarantee, guarantee, two thousand twenty-two when we have the midterm elections, people that don't win are going to say they cheat, they lost. They <laughs> yeah, cheated. for sure. I mean, if 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 Biden would have lost, which he probably did lose. He's he still would have said Trump cheated. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just, yeah, for sure. You can't do that. You can't do that. Once you start putting that doubt out there, it's over with. You know, yeah. the people never you never trust that whole system. So let me ask you this. Who who is your who get back to let's get back to the music? Who's your who was your biggest influences growing up? Like who was the who was the rappers that you said this person inspired me and then this person because I can tell by listening to your music, somebody that I think that you very, was very influential. Um, who do you think? Let me hear it. Eminem. Okay, hell yeah. Yeah, um, Eminem's up there. Uh, mm. I'm a huge Tyler the Creator fan. I've, I've been rocking with Tyler the Creator since like 2010. Like I went to his first LA concert at the House of Blues. Mm -hmm. um, and Tyler, I like Drake a lot. Um, I recently found out about Mob Deep, like I shit you not, maybe two years ago. So I've been I've been on Mob Deep heavy. I love Prodigy, rest in peace. Um, I, feel, you, I feel old, like Mob <laughs> Deep, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. And then um, Comethazine, he's a new rapper. He's one of my favorites right now. I haven't heard of him. No, I gotta check him out. What's it, what's his yeah. name again? Comethazine. He makes like uh, he makes like the most ignorant music. It's like it's so unsubstantial. It's like two minutes of him repeating the same thing over and over again. But his music is so good, and like his like when I listen to his music, it makes me want to shoot people, which sounds crazy. But uh, <laughs> but I when I went into <laughs> when I went into making this project, I kind of wanted to like emulate the Comethazine style of like um, hard bars, like catchy hooks. But I wanted to add substance to it, you know. So I didn't want to have I didn't want to leave the listener feeling like they wanted to go shoot somebody up. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It well, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you would, depending on who, depending on the name of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely caught the Eminem, the Eminem. Yeah, I believe it or not, I didn't start listening to Eminem until like 2013. I think it was like my sophomore year of high school. I just like one day I was like, you know what? Let me go listen to Eminem's old stuff. Prior to that, I only heard like the Eminem show. I had that CD when I was like roaming around in my mom's car, the the clean version. But yeah, I went back. I went back and listened to like Slim Shady LP, Marshall Mathers, um, Encore, and that shit like changed my life, Loki. Yeah, I like um, my personal favorite. I mean, I, I like Eminem. I, I think I think he's I think he's actually uh, probably top ten best rapper of, of all time. The, just yeah. the way, his 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 flow, the way he can write a beat. The way he, you know what I'm saying? The way he can. Yeah, dude. Rewind. And then he's he he's always saying shit that makes you want to pause or rewind, like hold up or or stuff you don't get until you're like repeating it for the twentieth time over and over again. 
Yeah, exactly. And it's, cra- and he, it's crazy that he's still doing that too with his, I guess he's like older now or whatever. Like some people just stop putting out bars, but M just keeps going. I heard him on, what was he on recently? Uh, I think he was on Big Sean's. I think. Yeah, was, yeah. Friday Night Cypher. Yep. Right, right, right. And actually he was the last one on it. He kind of, yeah, he just yeah. Yeah. Did and, you listen to um his album that he dropped in January, Music to be Murdered by? No, I didn't. Oh, uh, you, you gotta check that one out. I think that's like that's probably my favorite album of the year. Is that right? Yeah, like it's really good. Solid. It's like 19 songs, just straight bars. Some pretty good features too. He's got uh Anderson Pac on there, Don Tolliver, um Royce the Five Nine, Crooked Eye. He's got a song Black Thoughts on there, and then Q Tip does the hook uh, on it. It's pretty dope. Yeah, that's you're taking it back with them, Black Thought, and and yeah, that's dope. Yeah, I definitely heard the Eminem. I've definitely heard the Eminem in, in in it. But like you said, it's a, it's your your substance is a little different. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but, but you can tell that he was definitely influential. Um, who who? What is what is like? How do you want to take this? Do you want to go the business route? I mean, obviously you said you express politics, but is there is there more to your your journey as far as than just being a rapper um yeah for sure i'm a i'm a always like put out rap music but that was never like something that i wanted to do professionally i guess because i think the music industry is pretty evil you know people always talk about how they want to be at the top of that and i'm like ah, i'm cool with just like a little portion on the side give me like a cult following and i'll be happy you know because i feel like um it's just it's just an evil industry so i don't know i don't know what i'm gonna do It'll it'll be like I'll be like a lawyer one day, but I'm gonna always be dropping projects just because it's it's fun for me and it's like a creative release, you know, just writing raps, trying to come up with some words over a beat. It's just fun to me, so I'm like I'm never gonna stop that. Yeah, it, the whole uh, I I think man, like, and and going back to the political thing, like we've talked about the left and the culture war and everything, they they've really done it a, a good job of kind of co-opting hip hop. You know what I mean? Yeah, unfortunately. Right. I mean, I I used to listen. I mean, there was obviously I grew up on all the classics, but I used to listen to the real, real, real kind, like you know, Dead Prez and uh, uh, X Clan, and these are yeah. like you know Cam and Solo, all them type of people like that. And it was like, but that's you know, even the so-called con- conscious rappers today are they're trash. You know what I mean? They're they're yeah. really just political. They're shields for the political establishment, basically. Yep, yep. They're just spitting that establishment rap, and it's it's crazy that like I feel like the left is now the establishment. Because when I was a kid, I always thought the left was kind of the the rebellious anti-establishment faction, but now they they own it all. They run everything. But isn't that isn't that isn't that? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like this whole thing, like this is what really gets gets to me. And like I, you know, we were talking beforehand, and I told you about my background as being a leftist and all that um but it was like when 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 i was into that it was i was into it because because it was rebellious you know what i'm saying because it was the anti you know like i you know you know a middle finger to the to 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 the status quo but yeah when you got amazon kind of sponsoring you when you got right (laughs) amazon sony Twitter, Google, all the big corporations. That's not the NBA. Not, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Black Lives Matter on the jerseys. Like, that's not 
that's not a, re a rebellion. That's just a corporate sponsored revolt. Yeah, you 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 were big on sports. Um, I wasn't too big. I like yeah. I, I watch basketball here and there. I'm a Laker fan. Um, I never really cared for like baseball, and I'll, I watch a couple football games, but that's it. Mostly basketball. But I just I don't even watch basketball anymore. It just feels weird, especially ever since Kobe died. It's just kind of kind of kind of weird. Hey, that hey, look, it's like you know the thing with like I'm I'm a big Laker fan, so I was you know pr prior to the whole lock whatever lockdown with COVID and everything like yeah every, every Laker game I was on it and then when obviously when Kobe died I'm like oh we gotta win a championship this gotta be for Kobe right but I didn't watch I didn't watch one game when it came back on <laughs> me no, neither I, dude I might have caught like five minutes of the entire final series yeah I just can't I can't get with the fakeness you know what I mean like to it's just yeah. they got I, they had their virtual fans like <laughs> It's so weird. They're just playing a pickup game in a rec room. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt. Like I was, like I was looking at it. Like, are we allowed to be here? Like, is this the YMCA or something like that? <laughs> right. You know, and it was like, you know, and then and then it's like everybody's, you know, everybody got woke all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they got all po political. People who have never been political were political, and you're like, yeah, okay. dude. <laughs> It's like, what What do you know about the status of black Americans? Look at you. Like, you've never spoken up prior to this hashtag. It's it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. And I feel, like, I feel like the social media activism just gives people an easy way out and a way to feel good and to make themselves feel like they made a difference. You know, they're they're talking about, yeah, I protested. What did you do? Or, or like, I posted on Instagram. Where's your post? And it's crazy. Like, none of that makes a difference in the lives of everyday people who you're supposed to be protesting for. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's like, well, I was, I was thinking about, you know, they, they're very good at like throwing out these kind of like baseless cliches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's almost like I, I, I was seeing somebody that I follow on some social media and it, and it was like, if you, you know, what were they saying? If you have to say all lives matter, then you're part of the problem. It's like, Right. You can't just keep saying that I'm part of the problem whenever it's convenient. Like, and you don't explain yeah. why. Like, well, why? Why am I? You just are. Like, <laughs> you don't. You don't see it. I can't help you. Like, come on, dude. How? How? Obviously, you're not. Go, you're not going in, in. You know, we're in California. Where we're not allowed to do anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ever again. You know what I mean? Like, but uh, so you. So you're not. But you were going to school before. What is like yeah. on, a, on a college campus and being a conservative and then being a black conservative? What? Um, so when I was at um, CSUN for my undergrad, the conservative community was it was pretty cool because we were all tight knit. You know, we like kind of stuck together because everybody was pretty much pretty much not like out to, out to get us, but they were like opposed to us or whatever. So I feel like that kind of gave us a strong bond. So we had a solid conservative uh community in my undergrad. Um, at the law school now, though, it's it's not really like, it's not too bad. I feel like it might be bad at other law schools, but my school is pretty good. Like, we've got an ideologically diverse staff. Um, we got like, we got liberals on campus. And then we got people like me, like I went to school every day with a fat ass Trump sticker on my laptop. But it's cool because then, then so people will come up to you and they'll be like, yo, bro, I, I love your sticker. And then it's like, oh, I know where you stand. Like, we can be tight now. You know what's you, you, that? That's crazy. And then I think that that this is why it's almost hard to believe that 
the, the election went the way that it was. I mean, yeah, you and I both are out here in California, and I and I think I was watching the interview you did with Uncle Hotep, and he was talking mm-hmm. about. You know, is it, how is it over there in Cal? You know, everybody thinks everybody. Yeah, they, <laughs> they think it's like some crazy hellhole with Biden signs everywhere. And, and to be honest, I see, I see, I don't really see that many Biden signs. I see a lot of Trump Trump. I, yeah, I, see, I seen a guy the other day driving down on the freeway. He had a big Trump flag. Yeah, you know it's, I mean? it's crazy. I've seen I've seen way more Trump support for Biden too, and it's and it's like I don't know. I I judge like the way the ex- an election is going to turn out by like the energy and what I'm seeing and when I'm talking to people, you know, and everything that I firsthand witnessed led me to believe Trump was going to win. And it's just, it's ridiculous how some people don't see that like Trump, Trump won Florida and Ohio and the last president to do that and lose was in like the sixties or Trump won, I think 17 out of 18 bellwether counties. And that's a good indicator of who's going to win. But apparently Joe Biden won because he performed so well in within seven specific States and within those States, within specific counties that are just coincidentally run by the Democrats. I, I like to use this. This is, this is analogy. I say, um, we know that Will Chamberlain scored 100 points in a game before, and it's never been done since, right? That doesn't mean it can't be done. It's just never been done since. So right. if, if, if LeBron scores 100, we're all going to be like, damn, he scored 100 points. But we've it's happened. Now, <laughs> yeah. but look, but, but if LeBron scored 100, and on the very same night, Harden scored 100, Westbrook <laughs> scored 100, you know what I mean? Giannis scored 100. That would be like no, no. Right, like something, something's happening here. Who's counting these stats? Yeah, so that's how I look at the election. It's like all those. It's like if one of those things happened, you would say, okay. I mean, it's happened. So, right. But all of them. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like super fishy. Right, and you know, but but you know what? I, I think you can vouch for this out here in in California. It's 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 like. You don't get, you don't really see like people aren't walking up to you and like, you know, bashing you for having a Trump sticker on your. <laughs> what the fuck? No, it doesn't, it doesn't even happen like that. No, I, really. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't wear a lot of you know, political stuff, you know, out. I just, I don't, I don't like doing that. But um, I did have like a Recall Newsom shirt that I got at a Recall Newsom rally, and uh-huh. so I'm at, I'm at the gym, and um, I'm, I'm working out. On the just little machine doing his back arm or something like that, and a dude is coming, and I see him. He looks, look again, <laughs> and I'm and he's like, and he's like, he goes, yeah, we need, we got to get rid of all of them. All. <laughs> but I mean, and he's like, and he goes, he's like, all, look at all, all the Democrats got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's funny. I'm like, you know, it's like we really like, but it, it's crazy because when you get to talking, because I've been around, you know, certain conversation with people working and stuff like that and you would be surprised people that were like no i i, I ain't voting for biden you know what i mean and you're right. like yeah that that's that's exactly how i feel too i'd i'd like like people hit me up and be like yo by the way i voted for trump and i'm like we're like first of all I'm like you voted and it's like you voted for trump <laughs> some people are like you did you know where the voting station was yeah i'm surprised right. at that <laughs> it's crazy yeah man it's just you know the, the only thing about out here is the, is is the 
the cost of living. Yeah, it's you ridiculous. Know? Yeah, I mean, that's why people people were going out, you know, moving out to the desert. And it, yep. it's almost like an exodus that happened in L.A. Like people left L.A. and they went to Palmdale, Lancaster. Yeah. Then they went to Moreno Valley, San Bernardino. <laughs> yep. Now they're going to Vegas, you know. For, for real, huh? Yeah, yeah all really, of LA is really in Vegas. The pipeline. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And there's probably people when you get to Vegas, you can probably meet people who've taken that whole journey. You know what I mean? That were like, yeah, we're really yeah. in Compton, then we yeah. moved to Palmdale, then we went to Moreno Valley, and now we're here in Vegas. It's like it's California living, man. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. I feel like if you can make it in Cali, though, you can make it in any other states. Maybe not New York, but <laughs> yeah. You think they're gonna recall Newsom? Um, I don't know. I hope so. Like, I really feel like if if they don't do it now, after everything he's done with locking us up, then it's not gonna happen. But I, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not really hopeful for that. Yeah, it's. I mean, this. I is, would. I would like to see it happen. I would support it. I would sign a signature to get that on the ballot. But I don't know if it would happen. Yeah, and if you if you do sign, make sure you only sign one time. <laughs> for real. Yeah, I told. I told. I was somewhere and somebody came and i said well I, i've signed that maybe three times and they really got mad at me they were like three you're not supposed to do that and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> my bad i just hate gavin like <laughs> i hate him that much you know what I'm saying? yeah times more than you do you know right <laughs> <laughs> so what else you got on the way um i don't know i'm trying to i'm trying to get some more music videos out and then um, I'm working. I got an idea for the next project, but I just I haven't wrote anything for it yet. Mm. Any, any I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to do. I'm gonna try to do like a, for the next one, like a, I guess like a like a compilation with like a lot of like conservative artists that I that I mess with because I've never really um, like I don't have a lot of features and I've I've never really been featured on a lot of songs. So now that I have this kind of like platform, I want to just. I want to feature with like the the conservative rappers that I like. Right, right. Who 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 out there do you sticks out to you as far as conservative rappers? Um, I fuck with Bryson Gray. He goes hard. Uh, DC the Capital, Anomaly. When Anomaly decides to rap, he doesn't rap enough, but Anomaly's got bars. Um, there's this dude DBS. He's pretty hard. Um, is Anom Anomaly also does? He has like a podcast too, right? Or yeah, he's got like he's got like a pretty big uh, YouTube news channel. His Instagram is is up there too. He just does uh, clips about like the da daily news. I remember um, when him and I were out in Huntington shooting the music video for Thought Criminal. He was just talking, and then some girl was like, "Wait, I know that voice." <laughs> didn't, even, didn't even like see him, but just heard him talking and recognized him off the strength of his voice. I thought that was funny. Yeah, you know what? It wasn't until. I think I was, I watched, I seen your video with him and I was like, wait, I've seen this guy before. You know what I mean? Right. And then, yeah, he'd he be all over the internet. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, matter of fact, right before we got on right now, I was looking through Instagram and I seen something that he was on. I said, oh, that's old boy. Yeah. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? He, there's yeah. a lot of, yeah, we got to get more of these, more of this out here, man. Cause if we don't, the culture is, you know, yeah, dude, we're going to just lose it one day at a time like we have been. We, it's time to start just fighting back and putting stuff out there. What is your what is your take on this? I mean, that that's that's kind of become like a like a little a little catchphrase people have been using for the last couple few years like this culture, the culture, the culture. What is that? Like, I mean, as far as obviously I don't think that they would appreciate you being in the culture. 
and anybody yeah. think like them but what is that to you um well i feel like you got like the culture which is probably like the cultural cultural establishment you know like the main the main um like the mainstream artists and the mainstream me media and the news like that's kind of like put in like hollywood like that's like the culture but i feel like um there's like another culture that is just like it's it's like a like a subset of culture but it's like the real culture you know it's like it's not what people think because they're told to it's like what people actually feel and what people are actually putting out there and I, I'm glad that people are uh, talking about like waging this culture war because I feel like the culture war is the most important thing if you want to change society structurally. Like, sure, you can like you can pass laws if you want to, but it's nobody's gonna follow the laws if they don't if the culture hasn't changed. If you haven't changed hearts and minds, then you're not gonna win the battle long term. So I feel like the culture war is a very necessary fight. And it's going to be a long fight, and it's but it's it's about the long game. It's not about the short term gains. You gotta have a a long game, and you gotta put your foot in it, and you gotta just kind of make a a dedicated effort to putting out good content and doing that daily or weekly or however often it is, and just being consistent with it. Yeah, definitely, bro. I mean, that's because because it, it can can we trust the uh i'm gonna say this the old guard conservative movement the republican party can we because it seems like they don't care about that yeah no we can't we can't trust them those are just a bunch of old guys in suits at this point um they know nothing of the culture because they're dare i say lifeless you know it's just like it's all about it's all about profits for them and just just money and money and money and money is good but if what good is your money if you're not using it to change the culture? You know, why have, why sit on like a billion dollar trust fund if you're not using that to funnel it into people who are creating content that agree with you? You know, I feel like the, the old like conservative ink heads don't really care about that because it's probably it, to them, it's probably like pointless, but they don't, they don't know anything about it because they haven't grown up within the culture. Like, like we have, you know, and we see the importance of like, like arts and music and films, you know, but it's it's just something they can't see. And so I, I don't think they're going to just somehow magically after like decades of being atop of the establishment on the conservative, just one day think, oh, you know what, maybe it's time to put our feet in the culture battle. And if they do, they would um, they would fund people like Charlie Kirk, who who has just uh, they just like shill for Israel all the time. And they just have these corny little big government sucks <laughs> things, you know. But it's not it's nothing that moves the needle. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like they're making efforts just to say we made an effort. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Like 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 we were talking earlier about some of these other, you know, like other rappers and stuff like that. It's almost like it yeah, you just made a record and that's what you just did. You just made a record. It didn't change nothing, it didn't do anything. <laughs> right. And so I I'm no no, I'm I'm just kind of like if if to to me, and this has just been my Especially leading up to this whole election and this whole year that's been going on, I've been meeting with a lot of different people, and it's almost like there's a there's a new conservative movement that's not really being talked about as much, and it it's but it's out there. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, one hundred percent. 
I think that's that's what I see when I go to these events out here in Southern California. Like, it's just uh, it's like you said, it's younger, it's um, it's diverse. It's not just old white people. It's just a a crowd of people who love the country and want individual freedoms, which shouldn't be too radical of an idea. That's something that everybody can get behind, you know, wanting wanting the government out of your life and giving you more freedom. Most people should be um, most people should not be opposed to that idea. Yeah, I mean, if this is what kills me, it's like and this is what we need more of. And I'm just going to I'm going to say it because it's really on my mind right now. It's like hip hop. Hip hop was always a, a vehicle for 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 change. You know what I mean? It was always a vehicle yeah. for uh, telling telling the telling the story of you know giving the voice to the voiceless. We all know that type of cliches, but it's almost like it, it stood on its own. It didn't. It stood apart from the government. It stood on independence. It stood on yeah. You know, it, I mean, if you go, if we could, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this like one of the one of the best books that I've read, um, and it's it sounds weird, but he he actually. Sp- said some real stuff in there that I'm like, man, I took a lot of game from it was Jay-Z's decoded. And yeah. And in there he was talking about the hustler. The the, the hustler, that spirit, that spirit to not want to be working for somebody, to not want to, you know what I'm saying? To to be in yeah. and it's almost like hip hop has gotten away from that. And yet that's what we're supposed to be about. So that we should easily fit in. We should easily be able to tell about conservative values through that that vehicle you understand what i'm saying like yeah i i get you for sure i feel like um i made a point recently and i was uh, i said like i don't know why people are surprised when like um like little wayne and like waka flocka and all the rappers came out and supported trump i said like i don't know why people are surprised they rap about um they rap about like getting money and shooting people which is all about um like speaking your mind, First Amendment and capitalism and Second Amendment guns, you know? So it's, these are things that I feel like hip hop um, inherently is about, but it's kind of straight, it's like straight away from that. And that's probably because the, the controllers, you know, don't really want people pushing that message or they just, they, they give these young kids like million dollar deals and, and they didn't really like, they sure they made the music, but they didn't really make that on their own. You know, it was the label providing them, and now they're just sucking on the tit of the label. Yeah, for real. I mean, you know, one of my favorite one of my favorite artists is Nipsey, and and if you listen to all of his stuff, he's not talking about you know dependence. He's not talking yeah. about you know uh, take care of me and you know oh woe is me, I'm oppressed, so I can't do it. Right, <laughs> right, nah, all money is. <laughs> I mean, this is what I'm saying. It's like, it's like this, that's our culture. And yeah. that culture is conservative as far as, you know, the way that, the, the way that we want to see and live our lives. And it's almost like we have to, that's the angle that we have to get at. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, yeah, we, don't, we, ain't, we ain't Democrats because we ain't, we don't take, that's not our, we don't, we don't get taken care of. We ain't employees. We're the entrepreneurs. You know what Straight I'm saying? Up. It's, and it's like we got to capitalize off that, man. If not, this is this is all. This is it's going to get worse and worse and worse. So let me ask you. Let me ask you this question. And I'm um, I don't know if you've seen it. it was the interview with uh, like I said, I'm my, one of my favorite artists is Nipsey, and he did an interview with Big Boy, and in there he was talking about he was saying that the one thing that he just didn't quit. 
of all the yeah yeah i've seen that clip for sure yeah so i would say this what's what's what is going to get you to that level where where can we look at patriot j in the next five years and be like patriot j has led this movement he is <laughs> what's going to get you to to where you want to get maybe it's not maybe it's not just in hip-hop it could be in law or with politics yeah what's the one defining thing <laughs> that you say is going to separate you um i'm not sure it might be like a combination of like rap and law and politics i feel like um like i feel like i started booming on twitter because I have a like a dope life outside of Twitter. Like I, I just do cool stuff that I find like stuff that I like to do. <laughs> and so I, I like I share my experiences on Twitter or I make jokes about it. And <clears throat> like I I think like a key point of like blowing up online is just being cool in person, you know, like I'm I'm down to earth. I'm not like I'm not really phony, you know, I'm 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 cool with people. Um but I don't know. I think I think like Nipsey said, like not not giving up is is a key part of it because you can. It's all about just grinding, you know, grinding. Like the grind never stops. And I think that's um, <clears throat> that's going back to what I was saying about like in the culture war, you got to play the long game. You know, you can't just you, like I can't just put out this Patriot JLP. It did it did pretty good numbers for me, but I can't just stop there. You know, I can't just be like, all right, this is this is cool. I'm done. You know, you just gotta follow up and i feel like i'm my only competition so i just got to be better than what i did previously and that's what's up that's what i'm talking about right there you got it i mean it's always a daily struggle within yourself you know what i yep. mean that that's how you that's how you know a person is gonna is gonna uh is gonna succeed when it when the the true measure of success is within not without nobody else can see it but you you know what i mean you know, you know when you gave your best effort you know when you didn't so, right <laughs> But man, uh, what's man? Hopefully, man. Hopefully, man. Next year at this time, we can. Uh, there's a little bit different things going on. We got. Uh, hopefully, we get our freedoms back. Yeah, how you been holding up on? I mean, I was gonna say, where are you gonna be performing at next? We're shows, but we're not like California. So I um, I did. I do this annual festival in Palmdale, um, and I was really looking forward to doing it this year, but everything shut down. Hopefully, um. Hopefully I can throw it in May of next year when I graduate and it'll be like a graduation festival. That's if all the restrictions are eased up on. But um, what I've been doing just to stay sane is just um, tweeting and writing lyrics, really. I can't really I can't really go anywhere or do anything. So I'm just, a lot of my times I'm here at my desk just uh, putting on instrumentals or um, just studying, really. Stud studying for school kept me busy. Yeah, that's really all you can do. I mean, this is... Yeah. It's like I'm like luckily though I, I'm not one of the people who hates myself so I can I can spend time alone and not really you know like not really be like oh I need like I need external validation or I need people around me you know like I'm I'm content with myself so it's it's cool to be in my thoughts sometimes so it hasn't been too draining emotionally on me this quarantine thing and I'm and I'm living back home with my family now so it's cool. Yeah, I mean, man, you you actually have a life. Like you, you said, some earlier, you said you have a life outside of Twitter. I know that probably yeah. makes a lot of people cringe. Like, what, you, <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> Twitter is life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. How many likes and followers I got? You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Like I I tweet a lot, but I, I tweet a lot when I'm out. You know, <laughs> like, I'm doing shit, and I'll just come up with a tweet. It's like people act like I feel like people act like you have to be on Twitter all the time, but you really don't. Like it's it's so easy to just pull out a phone and send a tweet. And just put your phone back down. 
it's really simple, huh? No, but you got to get you get you know these people these these people stay on Twitter like they follow they they they're scrolling for hours and hours and yeah. hours. You know what I mean? And it's like and a lot of a lot of the connections I made, um, like with I guess like bigger Twitter accounts, were just meeting up with them outside of Twitter. You know, like people people hold events. You know, you just go show up, network, and if you're I feel like if you're cool, people will fuck with you. Yeah, it's really that simple. Huh? A lot yeah, of people you know how to be cool nowadays. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's that's something you can't fake. You know, like you you just you either got it or not, and if you don't got it, you got to work on just I don't know, just being real. I feel like I feel like being yourself is the best thing you can do. Yeah, but you know that takes that takes uh, you know, some kind of confidence and some type of uh, security within yourself. A lot of people they operating off insecurities. You know what I mean? Yeah, true that, true that. So I think Kanye said Instagram got your bitch. <laughs> on the real i mean that's really what it is like some people it's, some people it's really, they in a whole relationship with instagram for real it really like uh it taxes on people's mental health and i wish they would just put it down or log off when they felt like that you know right right 100 man well man it's it's been it's been a pleasure having you on here man like i said i i, I missed likewise dude thank you for having me i appreciate it we got to get it in one other time yeah man i'm you know we we out here uh we out here in the same area so you got something going on man let me know i'll be there we'll do we'll do um i appreciate you being here we gonna everybody go out there get the patriot jay you where, where can you get it at? i i'd listen to mine on on apple uh yeah it's um it's available everywhere you listen to music just search patriot jay or you can go to my website patriot jay 2024.com i got a link right there uh follow me on twitter at sir hottest i tweet out my link all the time matter of fact I might tweet that shit right now. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be dropping this soon, man. So it's probably coming out in the next couple of days. I'll let you know. We put it, put it. Together. All right, appreciate you being yeah. out, being on the show, bro. And uh, likewise, man. Thank you for reaching no, out. Yeah, definitely, bro. Uh, everybody, Patriot J, thank you once again. I want to thank everybody for a for tuning in. I will see you next time on the next episode of the No Spoon Podcast. I'm Red Pill J. Peace.